This is fucking awesome. On Talking Stupid. Because Mishmash sounds negative. <laughs> Up on, the, on stage. I mean, they're classic. I remember, I was playing uh, the podcast of things up here on Talking Stupid. Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to Talking Stupid. If you caught us uh, last week, we were talking about the zombie apocalypse. Yes. And we were kind of setting up uh, kind of what, what would happen if we were to experience the zombie apocalypse ourselves. We kind of went through the beginning stages, what we would do if we saw like people outside doing it, how we're going to deal with basically escaping the house. And we were basically getting to uh, what weapons we would have to, what weapons we would think about we have currently in our house. We're, we're quick prepping at that point. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, after you've had to kill off your loved ones and such. Uh, boo-hoo, I had to kill my mom and dad. <laughs> oh, boo, you lost your mom. <laughs> um, uh, Just kidding. Love you, mom and dad. <laughs> From there, now now Just you kidding. have to start thinking about what do you have in Just your house that you can guys. legitimately take in a quick and easy manner. My Mossberg 590. My uh, Smith & Wesson 9 mil. Uh, Colt, no, a Smith and Wesson uh, 38 special, about four to five hundred rounds for each of them. Hey, are you looking for a roommate? <laughs> <laughs> so those are handguns, right? Uh, the Mossberg is a shotgun. Got it. Pump okay. shotgun. Got it. Mossberg okay. is a so shotgun. So you yes, you were is. definitely uh you were definitely weaponed out in this in this. Scenario. Oh yeah, and I also have, you know, like it sounds fucking crazy but i do have a like collection of weapons ever since i was young i've always like been fascinated by like knives and guns and stuff not in a creepy weird way but you know i mean I in more know. of a sexual way <laughs> more more of i a think that falls under creepy and weird <laughs> sexually masochistic way no but like you know it's always been interesting to me okay but, um yeah so not only do i have those firearms i also have uh machetes Machetes that we've actually used for uh, gardening work. <laughs> and the fuck? there's also a couple of machetes I bought just because they're fucking badass. <laughs> nice serrated crazy big blades and just all. I do. I do. Ah. Not only that, some I... like awesome blunt instruments. See, that's the thing. I have... He's smoking, think, smoking weed yeah, uh, like during this? First like, I'm just going to blow weed all, smoke at him. <laughs> first of all, Maybe I, chill I, I would immediately be grabbing all the weed, too, as part of my <laughs> thing. Because, I, dude, like, they're, they're, I, I'm going to need that after, after some shit. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Weed you're, you're, you're and gonna booze. Have to, you're most likely going to have to murder your first person at some point. Steven, are you going to want to take... Look, because you take that stuff and your first night you're going to smoke up. Like, you want to be super alert. I don't know if that's the best solution to that. Or uh, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's I'm true. Actually, I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm actually a better driver. When I'm high. You say this. <laughs> the words come out of your mouth. I don't believe it, though. Well, you're <laughs> dumb. Okay, well, for, for me, see, the thing is, I, I've never been, I, I mean, obviously people will hate on you for that, but I've never been, like, a huge believer in guns and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like guns. I don't, I just think, whatever. Anyway, I don't have any guns in my house currently, or my household currently. Even if, if I was still living with my parents, I don't think my parents have any guns either. Right. Um. The only person I know that has guns is is my best friend Cody. Uh, he's got a couple of them in the house over there, and that would be probably the next one of the next step is making my way to his place, right? To 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 take part in that. But I do have, I mean, I have kitchen knives and stuff like that. I mean, I have things that could kill or wound or you know to make that happen for me. And I would probably, and since knives obviously are unlimited ammo for the most part, I mean. <clears throat> 
they uh, and when I say unlimited ammo for the most part, I mean they, I know they can get blunt and stuff like that and stop working as effectively. So that's why I say or that, just plain know. old getting stuck in a skull. Uh, <laughs> that does happen. That's, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I have an array of those, and I have uh, I have a like a, a, I have some like a couple of lightweight backpacks that I would be stuffing like you know quick snacks and water or like right. But mo- for weapons and stuff like that, I'd probably be grabbing, like, I'd be in the kitchen grabbing as many, ni- like, small knives, big knives, usually probably the small ones because they're quick and easy to handle against, like, a, either uh, human attackers or zombies. Right. Um, upstairs, um, I think I I don't have too many blunt objects up there. I mean, my, my all my all my baseball bats and shit are that, like they're at my parents' Dude, house. Dude, go, like, fucking... Left for Dead style, where you swing around your guitar. <laughs> that's that's not Left for Dead. That's uh, Dead Rising, dude. It's also Left for yeah. Dead too. Did they have that in what? Mm-hmm. Left for oh, Dead yeah, too. You're right. Left for Dead two. You're right. Uh, I mean, I have my I have my acoustic, but that's kind of here's yeah. The thing. That's the, a one shot deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, not just not just that, but it's a, it's a very cumbersome thing to carry around, especially if you're trying to pack light. Because here's yeah. the thing: very if, true. You're, if zombies or human people are attacking you and they're coming in hordes or in groups of people or whoever, like you got to be able to move fast. Mm-hmm. That would be my first thought very in my true. mind. So I'm packing light. I'm packing as light as I possibly can, but still efficient. Right. So I'm I'm grabbing from what I know in my house currently right now i only have basically an array of of kitchen knives and things like that i'd be grabbing those that's it yeah so all right so i i also don't have any weapons in the house i think i think as compared to going for the knives i'd probably go for a blunt object and i know we either have a baseball bat i know we definitely have a baseball bat in the house you don't play baseball i don't have i don't (laughs) play baseball but who doesn't have a baseball bat like you don't play sports ball i don't play the sports ball Um, or some other blunt object that would be easily carryable. I actually have a preparedness kit in my car, which has band aids. Yeah, it has a couple band aids. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually have a first aid kit in my car too, but we haven't quite yeah, got I, there to that point yet. We're oh no, talking, no, no! This talking. isn't even like that. It's just like rations. Like it's like two days of rations and like like a liter w- bottle of water that's just like prepped up and ready to go. Ah. It's a little backpack. I'd probably grab like an extra couple pairs of clothes, something like a sweater or something because it's gonna get cold. And a couple extra pairs of pants, and then that would probably—I'd probably be out. I, I probably wouldn't spend more than two or three minutes collecting what I needed, and I'd be out. I'd just be out of the really? house, grab that blunt object, and then gone. Yeah. Me, my number one deal is if I saw shit was going down, I'm locking up the house, barricade. trying to barricade the windows and stuff, and wait out the first uh, the first wave of fucking violence. Basically, actually, that's not a bad idea because yeah. you got to imagine there's so many people on the planet right now. So like when all this shit is going down, like people are getting bit and there's all this chaos and, and rioting and looting and people exactly like panicking. Like you, you, for you to be on the road in your car, if it's still working, hypothetically speaking, like it could be dangerous for you because you got other people driving like assholes trying to get away from these fucking other yeah. assholes. And so I, I, to be honest, I, I, I was leaning to what Will was saying by like quick prep and get in and out. Right. But to your point, though, it might be wise yeah, to wait out the first wave. But here's an interesting thought, though. If you have family members that are still in the house and stuff like that, too, are you killing them or are you letting them live? And so it, that's why that, part, that question is important, because if you're going to barricade the house and you got fucking dead family members coming back from the dead right there, you just barricaded well, yourself okay. in with them. You know what? Let's just say that you've either killed them or they killed themselves. And then you've already taken their bodies so, outside the so house. In a, so in a best case scenario, they're dead. They're no longer with yeah. you. So you basically We're have assuming that you are. Alone. Yeah, you they're have like the dead, house. Dead, though. <laughs> dead, yes, yes, they're dead. dead. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> we, brains we destroyed. We got through the heartwarming part last podcast. Yes, remember? yes. We've spent way too much time on that. <laughs> well, Will is fucking crying over here. He's got all teary. His not dead girlfriend. I wouldn't. 
It's not gonna. Die. <laughs> I will hold her hand gracefully. I, I, <laughs> It'll be like that movie One Body. I'm sorry that I'm <laughs> yeah, romantic. Exactly. I'm sorry that I'm romantic, and I wanna I wanna have a romantic. Well, guess last what? Moment. Romantics die in the zombie apocalypse. Oh Jesus! Fat guy's also gonna die too. So I don't know if I have much of a chance uh, in any of these worlds. Zombie land. Rule number one: cardio. cardio. It's <laughs> true. Rule number one: don't be fat. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, no, I, you know what? I would. I like your guys' logic on that. My thing is, is I'm no more than like ten miles away from LA, so two things pop into my mind. Are you really? I'm in. I'm in Lakewood. Yeah, I'm only. I'm only like ten miles up the street from. Uh, well, I'm in Cerritos, dude. Like, that's about the same fucking distance. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I mean, we're we're <laughs> we're relatively close to a major city. You know, we're yeah. in the suburbs of a major city. Gee. My first instinct is, and any of those things is, they always like once things start getting too out of hand, martial law kicks in. And they start to bomb major cities. Okay. And for me, that's something that I'd rather be out in the like the fucking boonies. Like, get me out. Okay. To be honest, I think that where we live, we're not gonna well catch most of that. But me, I would. And here's why. Um, go ahead and finish your thought. But I want to tell you why I had the problem. Like I'm saying, like for us, like each of us, we don't live in a major city that would be a prime target for. Military bombing, but I I do, and that's the here's the problem. So Santa Ana is the capital of Orange County for one thing. There's a lot; it's a big city, and there's a lot of people live there. Not to mention, I just thought about it right now. I live thirty seconds away from a hospital, so ooh, mm, you're fucked, yep. right? So I'm sorry, dude, no, no, no. So so no, that's what I'm saying. So actually, I take back what I said about being barricaded. Well, yeah, I guess it all at, depends on where, where your geographic is. Yeah, and so actually, I would be more towards Will on this one, where I'm like, I gotta yeah, get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. I need to find a small town to be in because yeah. I could take my chances over there. Exactly. So because that's, like that's literally, it's is. down the street. I'm telling you, like I, I my, <laughs> when my sister was having her baby. I walked to the hospital, just so you know. <laughs> it was about um, it was less than a mile down. So like, and you best believe that people were getting killed, or zombies are coming out of the hospital like like yeah. fucking candy. Not only machine. are they being brought in, but they're being fucking helicoptered. They're not, <laughs> they're not only we're importing zombies to you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually getting out uh, in my car at that point, and 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 yeah, I'm I'm quick prepping and getting out because the next thing I'm doing. Is uh, I mean I'm I'm still being Santa Ana, but I'm finding I'm I'm checking in with my loved ones, of course, because I'm not gonna just leave them behind. Right. But the first thing I do uh, is I leave a note where I currently am, like I leave a note of exactly where I'm going next, and I'm just gonna leave a map so that people can find me. Ah. But mm. I know that the problem with that of doing that is that people like break in uh, last man on earth and shit. Yeah, <laughs> but I know the only, I know the only issue that people could argue with that the devil's advocate on that is by leaving a note. You're also telling other people where your location yep. is too. Yeah, exactly. So you have, have to have you have to. I would make it kind of cryptic in a way. Like uh, ooh, it's like Da Vinci Code, but with Zach. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, I I, I like I do Zach where, Vinci Code. I'm going where I lost like, my virginity. I'm telling you, in 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 a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> only people who know Zach the, will know where to go. The people that are most thorough are going to survive, most likely. So I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So like, I I wouldn't be telling them the address. I'd be telling them I'm at Cody's house. Because a lot of most people right. generally know that is because instead of you know, hey, this is where I'm going. It's like, oh, okay, I'm showing up here. <laughs> You Fair know, enough. I'd be Fair saying, enough. hey, because generally the, the the people that know me that I'm particularly close to know where my parents live and they know where uh, they know where my my closest friends live. Right. So um, I'd be leaving that note mostly for um, uh, for like Cody and stuff like that because I'd probably go to my parents' house first to check on them because they're right. my parents, and I'd probably be checking on Zoe too and the baby and stuff right, like right. that. Yeah. So. 
Uh, All right. Well, there we go. That's where I'm at right now. Okay. From now on, to save time, let's assume that we're on our own. We're not going to look for any of our family. I mean, you have we're, to be. We're, assuming, to, have to, we're assuming family's dead. But you, you but that wasn't the whole point of this to be as like pract- as like realistic and practical as possible. I mean, like literally, you're not going to leave okay, your family. Okay. Well, I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, like. So then, so then, Zach's first. So then, what you're saying, Zach, is your first move is to go to your family's house in Blank City. And assuming that the traffic is clogged up, it's on one, two, three Fake Street. <laughs> one, two, three Fake Street in 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 a in Blank City. <laughs> in Blank City, I love it. And not even Cal. In, Context in to that, Zach Cal- doesn't have a Calavada Zona. Calavada Zonia York. <laughs> Isn't that where the Simpsons live? Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, but uh, assuming that the traffic is is to a dead stop on the freeways and stuff like that, my car obviously wouldn't be a great option. So I'd probably be taking side streets and weaving in off of sidewalks and stuff like that as far as I possibly can. Now, so (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) Thank you, Zach. Sorry, I I know I got details. So that's where I'm stuck. That's where I'm at right now. we'll, We'll go with you guys next. All right, so like I said, I've already got weapons covered. Yep, that was never a problem for me. No, are you sure? Oh yeah. So uh, what I'm doing is uh, gathering other supplies, food, water, medical. What I have, what most people should have at this point is get yourself a life straw. Do you know? You guys know what that is? Nope. A life straw. It's this uh, 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 a water filtration device. Doesn't require any batteries or nothing. You just sip through oh, it like yeah, a straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what those are. Yeah, yeah. Are uh, like uh, um, the guy who invented it, like uh, donated a like a shitload of them to like you know uh, third world countries and stuff, so that they can drink but, the water that's available and have it be safe for them. So where are those located? Is what I'm saying, like, are they easily accessible or not? Well, Internet. me, I already have one. But <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> for anyone else, you know, you'd have to. You're fucking, fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you're fucked. Or you know, you'd have to weigh the risk of going out into the world and like scrounging for one which you could find at like you know sporting goods stores um you know places yeah. like aria you know what else you five. can find at sporting goods stores sometimes weapons true yeah but so it, at the same time you have to understand that people are always also going to be going to these places because they are true, also looking know. for weapons i mean i'd say yes a large part of them would be but assuming that people are not quite as smart as we are in a lot of cases, like a lot of people would be at grocery stores. They're, they're, they're barricading themselves like we were talking about originally. So they're packing, they're yeah. taking water, they're taking food, which I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I'd be trying to go there too as quickly as possible. Right. But first thing is first is I got to be checking on my family because I'd rather work as a team of uninfected of uninfected right. than just one person trying to collect all this water and bread and shit like that. Well, now one could also, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but one could also argue... <laughs> one could also argue that by spending all that time, you're missing out on food, and you're also having to feed these people that you're taking on as well, too. That's true. But that's that's but that's kind of the risk versus. I mean, it's yeah. Risk out of all of reward. that, though, you always have to weigh the risk of battling other living human beings, because in situations like that, people are straight up fucking ruthless. Yep, they'll 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 curb stomp you. Oh fuck yeah! Like. Dude, look at look up videos of Black Friday sales. Black <laughs> Friday, and that's just fucking you know buying Good deal. goods, sir. That's TVs for five dollars. Yeah, I'm if gonna you... punch you in the face and mace you, and that's for just 
like a regular old fucking like That's we just had Thanksgiving dinner. Now I'm gonna you know fucking kick a person in the face for a fucking TV. That's not I'm trying to survive. At this <laughs> yeah, point. that's you, just you know. They, people so are gonna, imagine people in a survival situation. People, oh, are gonna, yeah. people are gonna eat your son for a Blu-ray player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. That's son. why. That's why for me, I'm gonna pack like two days worth of water, two days worth of food, some clothes, and then I'm gonna just keep going as far out and out as far as I can until you get to those rural towns. So you're on the far outskirts of like Beaumont and like maybe not Indio because Indio is a bit, bit of a bigger city. But right. when you're in the outskirts of these like major cities, there won't be as many people. These places will probably be as stocked. So it gives you a couple days to like get through, and then you can kind of start picking at this, picking at the stuff that people didn't take, as compared to having to fight in the crowds the first. Couple Creamed days to get eels, stuff. true, but corn nog, <laughs> but true. But here's the other thing: beef. <laughs> but here's the thing too. One thing I have a question for you about. So you said pack two days worth of food, but what are you packing? Are you packing? Like I would be packing non-perishables as yes. much as possible, like soup, peanut stuff butter. like that, peanut butter. I'd be fucking eating peanut butter and on a spoon. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Peanut butter off my bat. Here's a, here's a choice. <laughs> what do you? What kind of food do you pick up? Do you pick See, up canned food? Do you well, pick well, up let fucking? Me, let me let me ask you this before we get to that part. Are you are we we're just focusing right now on what we have at home before we leave quick prep? Or are we going to the grocery store right now or both? Um, uh, you know, because like honestly, your guys' plans are completely different from mine. Well, well, First off, number yours, one, yeah. I'm barricading my house. Okay, so yeah, what do you I'm, do next? My gear. I have a lot of like a pretty decent amount of stuff at home. Thankfully, me being into you know, like camping and outdoorsy stuff, I have a lot of the kind of stuff that you would need in a survival situation. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, the oh, uh, like, like guns, okay. yeah, like guns, the uh, um, the I'm life straw have, stuff, you have sleeping bags, and sleeping tents bags, and you know, uh, MREs. For those of you who don't know, MREs, meals ready to eat. Oh, there you go. So spam. Oh yeah, Filipinos spam always will be my have spam. favorite thing at that point. <laughs> I wouldn't even give spam two shits. Spam and Vienna sausage, guys. Spam and Reese's. You guys laughed at us for eating it, but ha ha, who's laughing now, bitches? <laughs> anyhow. Uh, anyhow, so okay, so what, what about uh so that is that literally what you were packed when you were like you how much how much would you say at any given time would you say how much of that do you have in your house? Of the food that is. A pretty decent amount. Like how much? How many days or months or? How uh, days for one person. You're looking at. I would say a good three months. Really? Yes. Okay. If you rationed it out correctly. And they're all non-perishables. Yeah, canned, all that stuff. See, that's the beauty of having canned stuff at home. Mm-hmm. If you are on the run, you can't carry that much canned shit. It's going to be way too heavy. Take up too much space. See, that's why. That, that that's where the benefit of having a, a party versus a single person comes into handy. So that's why you get those pros and cons with it, the risk versus reward. So yeah, like you have more people, more people that could get infected or people that possibly are infected or you have more mouths to feed, but you have also have... A, and the crazy factor, don't and, forget and the crazy, crazy factor. But you also have a slew of people to also carry, like, carry cans. Like one person's carrying basically like 30 cans of tomato soup and the other person's carrying like... A uh, twenty-four pack of Aquafina or something like that. Or, yeah, but or see, but to get to that part, you would have to find people that you trusted enough. That's to what I'm form saying. That's why you go back that. to your, for your family if you can. Like if you if they're still if you're not sure about they're still alive. Like I don't live with my family; they're not even near me. But I would probably go. Yeah. Like you know. To but see, okay. See, what I'm trying to say is like the reason I'm trying to uh, keep friends and family out of this whole thing 
is be- because that's already an established relationship. Yes. You already know, yes, we're on the same team. You're assuming unless you find one other person in your family, it's going to be you by yourself. Yeah. Yes. So you would have to go out. How would you go about trusting people? You know what I mean? I mean... I'm just going to take the Rick method from Walking Dead and shoot everybody until I found somebody I maybe trusted. Like, don't <laughs> trust anybody and potentially kill ask, them all. I'd be asking the two questions, like, how many people have you killed and how many of the... Is it two you? or three questions? It's, I thought it was... Isn't two or... Is it... Okay, is it have you killed anybody? How or, many no, how many, how many walkers have you killed? And then how many humans have you killed? And then why did you kill them? Pretty much, right? Um, yes, those are the good questions. It's not right. a bad set of questions to ask. Yeah, you know? and that's like now that I think about it, I'm like those are pretty good questions. Like pretty legit, you know. Anyhow, <laughs> so if I'm on my own, my family's dead, my friends are dead. The I, I but I am I'm leaving because I'm like I said I'm down the street from a hospital and I'm in a major metropolitan city type of thing. You know, yeah. Like, like okay, question for you, a very overpopulated one of that. What is your transportation? If my car still works. Because here's the thing, it's a hatchback, so I got a lot of room to lay down the right. seat and put like groceries, like weapons, whatever you want. I'm taking my Mazda. So okay. I'm taking my Mazda as far as it will go. Now, I'm also keeping in mind, like I was telling you earlier, that the freeways are probably packed, um, that the roads are probably packed too, but I, I can, at least with the roads, I can drive on sidewalks and grass and shit like that because I don't give two, sh- two fucks at that point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh no, my paint job! <laughs> yeah, like my car, like uh, my car, I'm sorry. Like it's, I, I love you. You know, but like you're 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 going to get. That's punched. why I love having a Jeep Wrangler, guys. <laughs> yeah. All terrain vehicle. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's probably one of the downsides. But my car has a lot of room to store and uh, store stuff. So I'd be the first thing I'd be doing on my own is I'd be getting away from the major cities and looking for like, out like small stores, not major, not big grocery places that'll be. But packed. places that you knew like, had like liquor stores. Like I'd be getting candy. Like I'd be getting like tomato soup and stuff like that if they have them anywhere like nearby. I personally would spend too much time with candy. Nah, well, I know. I'm just thinking calories. about, but I'm thinking yeah. about like just quick things. Like, energy. I mean, I'd still grab some just as the occasional like. I get like a Twinkie. Hey, or a I can still candy now for real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, it would be nice to have an occasional like yeah. snack and treat that you enjoyed. Yeah, but in I'd the be, midst of this fucking death world that you're living in, I mean, in I'd now. be still yeah. I'd be All taking of Woody like Harrelson's character in yeah. uh, Zombieland. Twinkies. Yeah. I know. I'd be getting Twinkies. I'd be getting like tons of water. I mean, like honestly, just because I know myself that. I would love to find one of those live straw, but I have no idea where the first place I would even look at. And I mean, I could go to a sporting goods store, and that might be might be the second place I'd go to if I was on my own. Right. Um, assuming it wasn't packed and full of dangerous people with guns that are tr- fucking trying to kill me, <laughs> I Which probably it most likely will be. I probably would be going for. Um, I probably be going for a grocery store just like any other person. I mean, like that's let's be real about that. Yeah, but and that's the weird thing about our mart. Like, this whole thing sort. is like. There's a small window where you could still get out to places like grocery stores, Costco, sporting goods stores, to pick up as many items and supplies as you needed before shit got too crazy to... Yeah, that window's small, though. Yeah, that it's a tiny window, small. and it's moving. You don't know when or where the best nope. places to but, be But uh, I would definitely... Go to a sporting goods store probably afterwards. Most likely, just knowing myself, I probably would because a couple things I'd be getting. I'd be getting 
more knives, like bigger knives or like like spears or whatever, like whatever the or javelins. Like, or if you go to like Big Five, they have guns there. Yeah, like uh, be getting guns and too. Ammo. But I would be but more than likely those I'd would be, be gone. Conserving yep. those guns for one thing. The other thing I'd probably grab, you probably wouldn't think about it, a fishing pole. A fishing pole and lures. Very true. Because the place that I'm going requires one. Okay. So but I'll, I'll let you guys say your parts. What first. would be your motive? Because you'd be you'd stay in your house at first, right? Yeah, okay. I I'd, I'd try to stay. Okay. Once shit went down, I'd try to stay in the house and make my house look like it's already been fucking ransacked. Basically throw garbage outside, like fucking break a couple of windows, but board them up again. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it looks like... It looks like it's a low-value target. Plus, at the same time, once you're in the house and you can kind of like watch people outside, and if people get too close, you can kind of yeah. like, ah, stay away, you know, yeah. blah, blah. So, like, at that point... The time that I would start to think about wandering out of the house is when the craziness, like the sounds and like insanity and outside starts to die down. Mm-hmm. Like if it gunshots are fewer, screams and you know yelling are, are fewer. Kind of yeah. yeah. Like once it starts quieting down, then I'm going to start to slowly peek my head out and like, you know, observe my immediate location. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm there, I can go ahead and start packing up my Jeep, dude. Yeah. Like for me for me it's it's I'm out, but I'm taking it's compared to taking a car, I'm taking a bike. Just I'm gonna bike my way out of the city. It's an easy Wait, like way a, to, like a bicycle or a motorcycle. Like a bicycle. Okay. It's an easy way to get quickly out of the city. You have it's quiet enough where you're not gonna attract a lot of zombies True. if they're coming at you. And you're you're you can still be fairly quick on a bike and make good distance during the day. Aha, so, but so, how are you going to carry your supplies? Now you put it on the bike. Not to well, how much? How much? How many supplies? Yeah, are you how much supplies? Like you I said, I'd carry about two days worth, probably on my back, and then once I got to, uh, like somewhere out of major cities, major areas, I would right. go and try to start like scavenging for food. Okay, and start all right. But here, here's another question, though. But here's the thing: bike as on a bicycle, yeah, you have that that stealth and that speed to kind of to to go wherever you want, sidewalk, street, doesn't matter, grass, whatever you want to go, but. It doesn't offer a whole lot of protection. So people are, what if people are, like a horde of people are standing in your way and stuff like that. You're going to get slowed down. Whereas in a car, you could at least most. You can <laughs> mow them down. You can mow <laughs> down, kind of. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I know with your Mazda, though. I don't know if that's going to, it'll take like half a guy and then you're done. Again, guys, you, Jeep Wrangler for the win. It's true. <laughs> it's true. The Wranglers got it. <laughs> I might switch my car at some point in time, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. Down. Now. Do you know how to hotwire a car? <laughs> or yeah. is it going to be like the movies well, where for some reason cars always have their keys in the sun visor? Well, no, no. I'm saying if somebody's <laughs> leaving in a hurry, too, you have to imagine not, not there's some people that just leave them in the ignition because they're trying to get out quickly. Like, they're Very true. Like they're thinking about take my keys with me because I don't want my car stolen. Like, Very you know? true. So yeah. I'm, I'm saying so there's that's a thought, too. So, you okay, as far as initial cars go, like initial vehicles, mine would be my Jeep. Your will. I just take a bike. Yours would be your bike, and then bike yours would be your. Uh, mine, be, mine would be, uh, <laughs> be your Mazda. <laughs> mine would be my Mazda. Yeah. My starting vehicle, let's say. My starting right, right. vehicle yeah. would be with that. So now, so, also, here's another question, too, to add into that. What about gas? So, gas, you're tra- let's assume you're traveling a distance. Right. And is the, are the gas pumps still working? No. Probably not, but. Uh, from what I know, I've, I don't know how I know this. Like I've gathered like all sorts of crazy information <laughs> throughout my life, but some gas stations do carry hand pumps inside like their back offices or whatever. For some reason, if like a pump were to fail or something, 
there's like um have you you've seen uh fucking I am legend. Yeah. He uses a hand pump. Oh. You see him stick like there's a hand pump, you stick the, the pipe into the uh the tank down below underground mm-hmm. and you just start turning the handle, starts pumping out gas. But mm. something that people don't know is ca- gas can go bad. I was just yes. thinking about that. After three years, they, it expires, doesn't it? I saw Last Man yeah. on Earth. I, I know saw Last Man on Earth, too. <laughs> gas does expire. Yep. So, so I mean... Assuming you make it that long. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I don't know the science of it, but there has to be a way where you can preserve gas or extend the life of it. I don't know. <laughs> That's something out of my realm of knowledge. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I but don't know whether, like, you need that's why it's always important, folks, to always learn as much as possible throughout I your mean, life. You, you never know when that kind of information is going to come in handy. Do you think possibly, like, by watering the gas down just a tad, like, you could probably get away with extending the life? Because water has a compound that wood doesn't really break down. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but so. then you also run the risk of destroying your engine a lot That's quicker true. than you anticipated. Well, USA, ARCO is destroying my engine anyhow, so you're mostly <laughs> water gas. But no, I'm not going to lie, dude. I, I go to ARCO now, too, just because gas prices are so high. Yeah. It was I so mean, cheap for a while. Yeah. So nice. You're in your car or your Jeep, and you go, what's next? Or no, let's say, I'm sorry, you're at home, but how long are you going to stay at home until you need to leave? Okay, like I said... Once the uh, noise and, like, general chaos outside starts to die down. So let's say three months because you have the rations for three months. But I don't think it's going to take three months for that all the chaos Plus to die you down. Don't, you don't want to use all your rations and then have to go out from there because... Yeah. Like, ideally, you would want to keep at least, like, two weeks of worth of rations on the go. Yeah. If you're carrying... If you're in driving a vehicle, but in your case, Will... You have a backpack. Yep. I'm, 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 I'm two days at a time, guys. Got, two days. He's got, a, he's got a fanny pack. He, he's living paycheck to paycheck, basically. He's got a fanny in pack. In the zombie apocalypse, like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but out. yeah, you know, like once the general chaos outside starts to die down, which honestly, in a zombie apocalypse, I think wouldn't take that long. I think it would only take about two to three weeks. Yeah. I. I I'm actually inclined to agree with you. Maybe a month at most. At most, yeah. Um, but w- let me let me say that. Would you stay? Would you still stay longer? Um, because you have the rations, and then about two weeks before those rations expire, then do you? When leave? I have about two weeks left of rations, that's when I'm bouncing. Okay. If the situation were still safe for me to stay, that's what. Like that's obviously, a, like you know. Really, but also remember, at that point. You have been inside for two months. Everything's picked clean. You don't have, like, there are no options for you to go to a store and collect more. But see, that's one of the good things about living in the suburbs. Every house is a potential store of supplies. But here's the thing you have to think about. If you're as prepared as, like, you know, as anybody else could be, like, with that many guns and stuff like that, like, how would you react if somebody came up to your door trying to raid your house for food? You well, know what I'm saying like that. That's a that's a question because you're there for two months, let's say. Yeah. And so what 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 happens when somebody comes? You're barricaded though. Obviously. If somebody came to my house. Yes. Well, shit. I'm fucking putting the gun to the door. Wait until they fucking break through. One to the head. Hopefully you're not, asking, you're not questioning them or anything like that about what they want. Okay, it all depends on like. In a zombie-filled world, I think street smarts is. W- 
going to really fucking play to your advantage. Absolutely. Like, if you can read a person, like, really read them, you're going to be in, like, you're going to be ahead of the game. Like, if you see somebody who, like, is super skinny and, like, you know, their clothes are tattered, but they have a gun, you know that they're going to use that gun to probably get something to eat. So there's a very high chance that that person is going to be hostile towards you. But if it's like a family of like three with a, a small child, less likely, right? See, exactly, because they run the risk of uh, having their child killed or something. So less likely. Yeah. Unless they. So at that, that point, child. you'd have to, you know, do the whole like, stay is right there, like keep your hands up. You know, you're gonna have to vet people all day long. That's <laughs> true. I mean, it's true though. It would be just constant stress all the time. Right yeah. There. And would you take people in? That's, um, a, that's another question too. Would you take people? If in? I was in my house and I had a decent amount of supplies, I'd probably take a few people in. So you, the, at that point, you would have to spend extra time rationing out your food based on let's say let's say you took two other people in hypothetically a couple like right. a young couple and they're they check you like you check them out they're good like whatever like, right right and now you have to pay you have to you have to feed three people. Yeah, so. but at that point, I don't care because my plan is never to stay there my entire life. But you're, you're, I'm going to leave anyway. Your time frame has now just been expedited. So, yeah, like I said, everything is a timing issue. But again, there. he was like, you're assuming that like two months is going to be more than enough time. So even if you cut it down from one person to three people, you'll go, okay, I got a month and a half now, you know, or like I got a month, you know, that's still going to be more than enough right. time for for everything to kind of stop being as crazy as it is. And so I mean, you can that's escape. just your initial supply. You're still going to have to go out and scavenge well, regardless of what your supply situation okay. is. So then, then the next question I have for you. So you said, yeah, there was a, in the suburbs, like there's a ton of houses with that. Right. Too. What happened? So now you're on the opposite end of that. There's somebody guarding their house with a gun and you're trying to get in. Right. So what do you do? Well, I mean, if they're guarding their house, like I'm, I'm going to try and, you know, parlay with them. It's like, listen, we have, you know, there's three of us out here. We don't mean you any harm. You know, do you want to either join us? Like, if you have your own supplies, you can come join us. We're, we'll go look for more supplies. Or we'll just leave you alone. What do you want to do? Because you got to think how many people have already died in the zombie world. There's going to be plenty of other vacant houses you can sca- scavenge True. through. I was just thinking that too. Yeah, um, I was just curious to hear what your answer is when you counter uh, somebody yeah. who's hostile. Yeah, on exactly. The other end of that that thing, you know, or potentially see, what's hostile. always going to scare me about this world is the random fucking crazy person with a sniper rifle who's like hidden in some bushes and just like, oh, there's one, boom, mm-hmm. instant death. That's always going to be in the back of my mind in that kind of a world. You just hope you just hope they die by the uh, by the zombie virus before you get to some them, people. You know? yeah. hey, some people would. I mean, crazy people sometimes would use that uh, that experience as an excuse to start picking off people. Yeah, like, there definitely are some people you know, like crazy enough to do that. So you just but, you're always I mean, in constant alert. That, yeah, not only that, but there's going to be people like that that will kill you just to get your supplies. True. So we'll we'll get to that part, obviously. Like a ho- encountering a hostile people that are not barricaded in some sort of yeah. house. I just wanted the to raiders so like from Fallout. <laughs> so you would actually parlay with somebody that like that, and then if they, yeah, you know I you, mean, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be aggressive. You wouldn't I, press I would it not, any further. Yeah, I can't see myself being aggressive and like, you know, storming somebody's house to steal their stuff. You know. What about in a scenario where? You have zero food. You guys are starving. You're getting thinner, just like the guy in the tattered clothes right. and shit like that. And like, you gotta get food. Like, 
Well, then it's a matter of life and death, and I become that fucking skinny, tattered clothes man with a gun. What what exactly would you do, though, in that situation? I mean, you're desperate enough. What do you do? Well, I would probably set a trap to have them open their door. What kind of trap were you thinking, possibly? Have the couple be like, please help me. My fucking girlfriend is dying or something. And, like, if they don't open then, like, just have them walk up like, I, d- I just need some help. Please just give me some water or something. And, I mean, like, it's got to wear them down to either have them either respond. But if they don't respond, then you just start probing the house. See where the weak spots are. And if he doesn't attack you, then you fucking make your way in. If they and do, you're I, have like, to I like your uh, your plea for humanity using using the human element to to draw people I know it's fucking out. devious, that's dude. Kinda, that's I would, that's uh, maniacal. Here's what I would do: I would actually be worse. Be, to be quite honest with you, I'd smoke them out. I would smoke. But then people. you run the risk of that's destroying the, the supplies. No, 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 smoking them out. I didn't say burn the house dead. I would smoke them out. As I'm saying, like I would yeah, get but some, that that's always a chance of the fire getting out of control. You're true. That's true. But that, that's why we have other houses. Assuming right, to, right, to, to inspect. But if this is like. One of a few houses that you know is like a gold mine, or you're, you have a good feeling right. about this one, and you gotta get food. I'm getting like, like old newspaper, trash, and stuff like that. I'm finding any kind of lighter because I know uh, Danny, Danny, and Joe have lighters like up the ass up there. I'd be like, I'd be smoking smoke, them out. Smoke, get it? I, I would. Uh, <laughs> I would be going. I would if I had three people with me. I, or even just by myself, I would be smoking out, smoking them out, and then going in after they they've left. Because there's only so much smoke that you can tolerate. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's, that's inhumane. As soon as they came out, if they come comes in guns and bla- blazing, I'm going like Fox and the Hound on them. I'm fucking like, just fucking. But where'd you get your gun, son? A knife? Shank? I don't know, dude. Wow. Like, He's dark. Like, I told you I'd go to hand combat right off the bat. I told you I'd be fucking dark on that one, man. Like, dude, if you're da- if that you're that that desperate enough, like I'm I'm doing anything I got to do, like to yeah. survive. I mean, hunger is a great motivator for fucking doing really? horrible shit. So, yeah, I mean, if push came to shove, I would probably have to fucking, you know, storm a house or one or two, you know? Yeah. What about you, Will? I know we haven't really heard too much from you on that end. So uh, what would that you end, do? Uh, for me, like, long term, it's it's every couple of days, restock, kind of keep moving until I can find a place that I felt safe enough basically to start kind of not necessarily putting roots down, but, like, being a, being a place where I can kind of farm and be away from most major populaces and be able to kind of start like more more to be like away from people but to but be trying able to, like, to be start, self-contained exactly to be able to cultivate the land to be able to get fresh water like to be able to kind of do all these things that I'm going to need to do to be able to kind of sustain myself long term that's the big that's the big goal in kind of all this you know so when you're at the stores like start collecting things like potatoes and carrots and like Stuff you can keep regrowing, can, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So you're going to collect things that like you, you're going to be able to use long term as compared to like the short term resolution on that because you're going to eventually you're going to run out of food. So you need to be able to find some sort of re, reusable source. So you need to find a place with good land, good water, something you can filter water out and then just basically try to start like building a place. And of course, that always goes wrong because the zombies are going to come basically come in and 
and hordes and destroy whatever you make, but you have to just be ready. Yeah, because otherwise there wouldn't be a show. <laughs> exactly. you got to be run out every half season. If not, what's the point, you know? Yeah, there's got to be a big showdown. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, for me, it's 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 a lot of – it's 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 maintaining. It's stability there. And then once you start building communities and you can build walls and kind of protection, then, then you start bringing other people in to help you out. And, of course, like you guys talk about, you vet the shit out of these people. Yeah. So, But, I mean, here's another thing to keep in mind. What have we learned from The Walking Dead about – people that get stuck in one area for too long. I mean, they look at those communities. They, they, every, what what have you noticed about every community in The Walking Dead? They've always fallen, every Rick, single Rick one. Rick kills them all? Pretty yeah. much. But uh, what I'm saying is any community. Is coral! Uh, coral! <laughs> do you eat ass coral? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, do, what, what I'm saying is that every community in The Walking Dead has fallen of some, some, some like degree. So, like... That, that's a great plan, but it's still a short-term plan, in my opinion, because, like, yeah, that'll work for a while. But, I mean, really, there's no other work. plan. Nope. Yes, there is. I have, have a plan. You have to rebuild. Here's yeah. my plan. So here's the, this is what I was trying to tell you about with, with the fishing pool. The ultimate place to go to in a zombie apocalypse where most people, A, wouldn't go. There's tons of food on there for months at a time, and you can conti- continue cultivating uh, food. Oil rig. An oil rig would be a great place to go. It's dangerous in a lot of ways because, like, if somebody if somebody knows exactly how to you know blow one up or whatever, you know, you get that. But the likelihood Which of that is not that hard. It's, nope. I mean, but the <laughs> likelihood of them coming out there with that idea in mind is very very low. They have to go to an oil rig, which is about five miles off the shore. To get Not there. in Long Beach. <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that you can throw a stone and hit one in Long <laughs> yeah. Beach. I'd be. I mean, that's another thing too. But you have, assuming that I am, in, we're in the same area, and I go to Long Beach. There's a ton of air, it's a ton of oil rigs in one area. Right. So, I'd be going to one of the ones that are further out. Obviously. Right. Right. I have a fishing pole. I could toss it off of the side and fish and keep cultivating that way. The only thing that I would have to run back for would be things like water. Um. So. Um. You would also desalination. Huh. Yeah, yeah desalinization. If, 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 if you were to desalinate the water, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Well, how would how though? How would somebody desalinate the water? There's ways. I don't know. I how, mean, but there I know there, are, there ways. are systems that exist on oil rigs currently, but the problem is you wouldn't have anyone to maintain them properly. Yeah, true. But I'm not. I'm I'm there. I'm at bare bones basic right there. Like for me, the reason I choose an oil rig is yeah, it's isolated from land, and assuming zombies can't swim, which they, I don't believe they can. No, uh, it would it would take them forever, and even if they, they did float, yeah, even if with they all re- that, even like, if <coughs> whatever gases build up in yeah, a dead and even body, if they, yeah. even if they did float all the way out there, how would they be able to climb up this? Yeah, oil there's rig? no climbing. There's no way. Yeah. So, and you have a perfect spot for people that are approaching. So if you're loaded up with guns and shit like that, particularly snipers, which I'd be, probably be grabbing from a sporting goods store. I, I mean, can you dude, buy I mean, a sniper rifle at a sporting No, but you can buy a, a good hunting rifle. Or there's like gun shops. There's, there's gun shops uh, near my house too, off of Tustin. I'd yeah, be, I'd be picking. I do. I'd be picking up those ones. I'm assuming that the yeah. owner's not guarding them. Of course, I'd be picking them off, like left and right off the oil rig. I'm saying it's a good place to go because you can go for months at a time because they prepare for that type of thing. Yeah. Um. Okay. So for for my plan, uh, would be after I loaded up the jeep. First thing I'm doing, where my house is located, I can go drive down into the uh, uh, the storm uh, runoff. The LA, uh, the LA River. It, it's kind of like the L.A. River. It's the, uh, what's the, the Coyote the dra- Creek? The drain off. The yeah, drain off. Yeah. yeah. So think about this. That riverbed, there's not, there's going to be hardly anybody down there. There's going to be almost no cars down there. It's going to be definitely fucking more clear to drive than like surface streets or, you know, highways and freeways and stuff. 
and it's a direct route straight to the beach. So that's so what I'm doing. So are Jeep. you are you going to the beach or are you just staying in the riverbed? No, I'm taking the riverbed to go to the beach. From there, oh, here's a cool thing. Um, my uncle, he's a really like sportsy kind of guy. He recently gave me a four-person inflatable, like durable raft. Nice. Like, yeah, like worthy enough to go river rafting with, including with paddles and everything. So that's definitely going with me. So once I get out to uh, uh, the beach area, if I can't find a more seaworthy vehicle, I can always, you know, pump that up with a uh, uh, a portable uh, air compressor, and then either. A lo- like for a wa- long time, my plan was also to go to a uh, oil rig because, from what I've read, they're basically like miniature cities. Like they have like, you know, so many like, you know, medical supplies, you know, food supplies, stuff I like mean, that. Because it, crews out there live out there for like weeks, months, months at a time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the only problem would be you're running a high risk of uh, fires and explosions. Because you don't but know. That's also assuming the pumps are still on and going and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but too. there's also just plain old residue from being an oil rig. Yeah, for I, years. I saw Deepwater Horizon. I know what Mark Wahlberg does. <laughs> what know. does he do? I don't know. Makes kind of shitty movies. I, I like know. what Mark Wahlberg. I actually like. Have Wahlberg. you seen the new Transformers movie? It was no. terrible. <laughs> exactly. I don't like the Transformers movies, but but yeah, oil rig would be most ideal spot because it's perched yeah. up very high and you can last there for months and the only time you'd have to go in would be for more supplies like but see the know. problem would be food yes you can fish but that can only provide so much uh nutrition for you you need to have other like you need to have vegetables and other sorts of nutrients and well, stuff that's why that's what i'm saying you the only time you would need to leave would be for like to go and get more so supply goods, runs yeah supply runs and stuff like that ideally when you're on an oil rig you want that's when you want to have a team you can't yeah you're right you can't manage in a whole an oil rig by yourself um but how 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 feasible would it be to grow plants on an oil rig though well it's probably not, not feasible at all well here, here's where i mean here's the thing like you can Basically, you can grow plants just about anywhere, but it's how you, it's what you build to to carry those plants and to house those plants. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's probably like you know, giant like tubs and stuff that you can fill with soil eventually and like grow stuff, but I don't see being able to grow the amount of food that it would take to, you know, sustain yourself. Yeah, like I would picture you would need like at least an acre of land to grow the amount of food because think about this not only do you have to grow the food you have to harvest it and then after you harvest it you have to wait for it to regrow so, so you would have to have a constant field like you know like a three-tiered field system you know yeah, where like one's it, resting like it's constantly yeah it's yeah. constantly rotating and i just don't see being able to maintain that size of a of a crop on an oil rig so which brings me to what I would also do if the oil rig doesn't pan out. Catalina Island or San uh, San Clemente Island. There's enough buffalo in Catalina to last you a little bit. Yeah. I mean, killing a buffalo maybe once every you know, 3 months if you know how to if you knew how to like properly uh what's well, the term uh when you save the meat for like uh, uh, cure it? Yeah, yeah, cure it. Like, safely meat. cure meat if you knew how to do that. But if Which you I'm sure there's plenty of books out there that'll teach you how to do that. So are you, are you shopping for books, too? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, are we going... like? Well, I out? mean, what I'm saying is 
it all depends on what your level what your of skill. Yeah, what your level of skill is. Like for me, I don't. I mean, I would like to say that I have a pretty decent knowledge of like a lot of things, but I'm also buying books like you know SAS survival guides and like you know camping guides, trail hiking guides. Like those are the kind of things that like I buy and read from time to time. I, I would literally no joke. I'd probably the one of the most important items. I probably grab the zombie survival guide. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking because it's it's pretty on point. If you if you yeah. guys have ever read it or haven't read I have it, a it's first a great edition. book. Yeah, by a, by uh, <laughs> Max Brooks. It's called the Zombie Survival Guide. It's a very 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 detailed like guide on yeah. basically how to survive the, the pros uh, and the cons of like. Yeah, everything. pros and cons of everything, dude. I mean, like, seriously, he just breaks it down in detail. I yeah. mean, actually, actually, that's where I got the idea of the oil rig. Um, that's where I got the idea of the oil rig a while back. But anyhow, but uh, uh, the problem I have, the one thing I want to say uh, with the with Catalina Island or any of those islands is that there's such a, lar- a large island, it's hard to maintain and see who's coming in and out of it. And it could, right. are they dangerous people that are coming in? Or are they, you know, friendlies? I mean, well, that's what I'm saying, like, what yeah, that's true. Like, um, you, what I would have to do is, if I were to go to Catalina Island or a similar island off the coast of California, find a defensible place and immediately try to fucking build up your defense. Like, you know, also makeshift fences, you know, barricades, stuff like that. And, I mean, in Fear of the Walking Dead, they did that where they went to Catalina Island. Yeah. You know... Yeah. Do you guys watch Fear the Walking Dead? I do not. I no. don't. Yeah, I mean, I they, watch they, it. It's they go all to right. Huh? They go to Catalina? Yeah, they actually do go to Catalina, which I thought, awesome, they'll stay there. And then they came up with this really stupid, like, thing of why they had to leave. Because there was a family that was living there. He was, a, like, a park ranger or some, some such thing. But, like, you know, he had the knowledge to survive and, like, farm and stuff like that. But he's saying that it's not safe to be there because of the... Um, the uh, visitors that are on, you know, uh, when have you ever been to Catalina? Yeah, once. Yeah, you know, there's that like that small port city type deal where yeah. like everybody parties and stuff. Yeah. <coughs> He's like, oh yeah, all those people over there are all dead now, and they're walking around. If they ever get to my fence, like you know, it'd be over. But I mean, honestly, in a real life situation, I can't see there being being more than a thousand people, and they're not all gonna like cluster into one group unless you're making a shit ton of noise. You know well, what I mean? That's another thing too. Like, how do we know that these people are dead? Because like they're isolated from the ma- massive land from the land mass that is North America. So it's kind of like, it's. Yeah. I mean, like You're how, how many, many across like, the country? It's still. It's if you took a good pair of binoculars and looked out, I'm pretty sure you can tell like a shambling fucking zombie from somebody who's running away and like firing guns at him. I mean, the other thing too with Catalina, I mean, it's just, it's really. I mean, really, honestly, it just kind of goes along really along the lines of a. Uh, other, it's too much, too much space to manage. Whereas an oil rig is, it's large, but it's it's very manageable, though. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I, just, I just think being on an island like Catalina or San Clemente, you stand more of a chance because there's more land. You can, you know, you can raise crops like we were talking about, like in in uh, shifts. Yep. Like you know, we'll plant these. We'll harvest these, and then we'll burn these down for chaff or whatever. And then with open land, you have more space to flee. And, like, as long as you have a contingency plan on how to escape the island, I think it would be easy to to escape it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, you basically need to have a contingency plan for everything, you know? Like, yeah. in case of any scenario, you have to be just alert and prepared at all times. Will, what about you? Oh, I, I for me, like, it's... it's just that farm thing, that's the end result? Farm, and then just trying okay, to, so like, start where, building up building up walls and building up protection. Which direction would you go to do that? I'd go east, probably maybe northeast. The Northeast, like so, the, like like Connecticut. <laughs> no, no, not like the Northeast, but oh, like okay. like Northern California, like away from the major cities, like closer. Oh, okay, to Nevada I, side. Say, yeah, exactly. like you're talking like mid California, like where yeah. there's all those farms and shit exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah, you have farmland. Okay. You have you have stuff that's already being cultivated anyway. You know, you start building some, you start building some fences. You start building some protections. You got yeah. a, you got a good place. I mean, don't get me wrong. You have to have a you have to have a contingency plan to be able to get out at any time. But it's a good place to start. Gonna start wrapping up. Yeah, this, this uh, our zombie spectacular uh, two parter episode. I, I absolutely love this, and I really think we should do more of these because this was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, definitely. But so my final question is, who do you really think Negan is gonna kill when Walking Dead premieres this October twenty third? Oh God. Uh, I mean, for me... And show your work, motherfuckers. I'm going to show my work. <laughs> and it's all based off of the trailer that just got released. Yeah. Now, I know how these writers are. They're dickheads. <laughs> so, <coughs> they want you to think it's Daryl. They're not bigger dickheads than the Lost writers, they, right? <laughs> they, I, I, no, they're not all dead and they're in hell. Oh, just kidding. That's what they're all along. <laughs> there's there's two ways this can go. Because they, I think they want you, because of the amount of people that are writing about Daryl, Basically, yeah, I think they want you to think it's Daryl because that whole conversation we had with him. First of all, I think Ricky's gonna get his hand chopped off. Well, okay, 100%. I didn't see the trailer, and I know Will doesn't like watching trailers because he doesn't like spoiling stuff for himself. Oh, shit. Yep. Well, I'm spoiling it right so, now. I'm sorry um, about that. I don't know. What do you? It's okay. Se- I'm already, somewhat I'm of still, a spoiler alert. I'm if still you, two seasons like, behind on this show anyway, so it's not like I know anything you're talking about. I you're don't know forget who, anyway. <laughs> I don't know who Negan is. I'm assuming it's Abraham because that's who dies in the comics. But <laughs> that's my logic on it. All right. So here we go. All right. So spoiler alert, kind of whatever. Stop listening if you don't want to hear this part. But here's where I'm going with this. So <clears throat> two ways. So I I think Rick is going to lose his hand for sure. Just like in the comics, because okay. Negan made a point to tell him that oh, is that you know? He's like, you gotta always have a right hand, you know, right hand man. You know, it's just a funny thing. About and then you. he's gonna go, but um, get it, yeah. right hand. And he asked, it's gone he, now. He, he made a point to ask Simon, I think that was his name, like what weapon he had or something like that. Yeah. And so he made a point to grab his axe, and then he dragged Rick into the trailer, and that was the all we saw, and that was the pan down to see the brains and the, the guts and the blanket on the ground and Ooh. stuff like that. So I think he's going to lose his hand because that was the foreshadow for that. Now, they want you... A lot of fans are analyzing it. I, they think they want you to think it's Daryl because Daryl was the one who was like, like sick or dying. Right, or whatever, right. And he had the blanket and stuff like that. And there was all the brains on the floor. And Daryl was... Is I mean, they've mentioned it several times throughout the series that Daryl is uh, uh, Nick Rick's right-hand man. Right. So... They mentioned a point. Ah, right hand? Right hand's gone? See what I'm saying? Ah, that's, what I, that's what I was trying to say. It. So they made, they made two foreshadows right there, right. potentially. I think they're going to get rid of his hand for sure. But the Daryl thing I'm still out about because I think they want you to think it. That's why they pan down to the, right, right. To the thing right there. They wouldn't give away a detail like that. <laughs> they want to surprise it. So here's who I actually think it's going to be Abraham, and here's why. Yeah. The end of the last season, one of the last episodes, I can't remember if it was the last one or the one before it, 
every time they are about to kill somebody, they make a feature episode of that person. Right. Like they, they do more scenes with this person. There's more of a story. Kind of like this a person. farewell wrap up episode exactly. for them. The best person is Tyrese. They did the th- same yeah. thing with Tyrese. They farewell them, and at the end of the episode, he died. So, shit. I just gave away a bunch of shit to you if you haven't seen. Oh, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Anyhow. I'm two seasons behind. I, have, I haven't watched it now. I'm probably not going to. You know, it's kind of one of those things. Anyhow, uh, so with right. this, uh, here's why. One of the last episodes, they featured Abraham a bunch of times in there. It made this made this whole glowing thing about him redeeming himself in some ways. Right. And, and there was like this one scene where he's driving in the car and he's talking to, uh, uh, who was it? Um, who's the other person? But who's the person? The guy with the mullet? No, there was a guy that. Yeah, yeah, it was the guy. It was the. Uh, it was uh, what's the fucking name? The guy who makes bullets. Uh, fucking. <sighs> God, I can't remember. You know the guy. Everybody yeah, knows yeah, yeah. Name. Anyhow, he at the end of the towards the end of the episode or end of that episode right there, he like made sure he passed off all the duties to him. He's yeah. responsible for making the bullets and taking care of the team. And then when they were driving in the car, he was talking to somebody. I forgot who it was, but there was like this light behind his head. Like this heavenly glow. <laughs> it's like, and then, no, seriously, I can't tell if they made this. I don't did know, this dude. I kind of feel like that's reaching. Right no, no, no. There, but I'm but saying, but you know, they do these subtleties sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was kind of like a halo. It literally looked kind of like a halo. And right. like that. I was like, are they going to kill off Abraham? And I think it's going to be Abraham because he was, yeah, he was supposed to die in the comics. He got shot through the the back of the head with an arrow where they killed Denise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that. That was fucking rugged, dude. <laughs> it was rugged. So well, she I got think, a fucking arrow through her face, I and it's like, uh, I'm, uh. <laughs> I legit think that they're gonna kill Abraham. I think they want you to think it's Daryl, but I think they're gonna ki- kill Abraham because everybody would be less pissed off about Abraham dying than they would about Daryl. Yeah. I mean, I I totally agree with you. I totally think that uh that Abraham is gonna die uh, for those reasons, and also because when they're all lined up on their knees, like in front of Negan. Abraham was the one who, like, you know, he kind of puffed out his chest, like, yeah, what you going to do about it, you know? And then at the end of the episode, you hear him, he's taking it like a champ. Like, yeah. He's like, and I feel like, you know, Abraham's that fucking tough dude that can take a few blows to the head with a bat, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, whereas whereas Daryl was very kind of sickly, you know? And yeah, yeah. Like, he might have died he with just one hit. He wouldn't have made an impressive sacrifice. Yeah. To, you know, prove his, you know, badassery. In front I, of everybody. Honestly, I don't want any of them to die because it's going to be horrible when that shit happens. But it's going to happen. Yeah. But I, I don't. I don't think they'll care to kill Daryl because it would just be too obvious. And yeah. They won't kill Glenn because it's too obvious either. Because Glenn died in the comic. He's the one who got yeah, killed yeah, by yeah. Negan in the comics. So I think they'll kill Abraham because he, right, was, right. he was he was also supposed to die in the comics, but it just it wouldn't it would make more sense for him to die at this right. point. And and the illusions that they're trying to create right now are trying to point away from him. Right. So. All right, so Alrighty, you heard it there. That's our; those are our votes for uh, who's gonna die for The Walking Dead. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, Again, do subscribe to us on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all those cool places. Uh, do check us on iTunes. Subscribe there. Um, all that good stuff. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you again on another edition of Talking Stupid. Stay stupid, my friends. Bye bye. <laughs> This has been a Stupid Flanders production. 